It's S-W-O-P-E-S My crew, my boo, my weed's the best So ahead of my time, you can't see me yet But the last thing you'll ever see is me be stressed mm. Hi everybody, how are you? Welcome to my podcast, it's me, Elise Swopes So happy you're here, hope you're well I'm doing pretty good Considering I know that COVID seems to not be going anywhere <laughs> So I'm trying to still be as safe as I can And really just trying to mind my business and help where I can and use this big heart as much as possible, which brings me to our point of being here for this podcast. You guys know I got a big heart and I'm always trying to educate myself, to humble myself, to really put myself in a position to understand something for really what it is. I don't think ignorance is bliss whatsoever and I think the more we, we educate ourselves, the better life can become. And I think when it comes to this podcast, it's really important to me. Just first and foremost, thank you to my friend Hetsy. She put together a pen pal initiative that connected me to a new friend of mine named Damien Top Notch Hodges. He likes to go by Javon as well, but he and I have been talking for a few weeks now and I have got to learn so, so much about him. He is so amazing. He is such a talented dude, driven, and just wants so much more for his life. He's an author, he's a father, and he's been in prison for 11 years. For me, I think, especially with what's going on right now in the world and, and what's been going on, I mean, it's just prevalent now because we're taking action finally, but you know, I think it's so important for us to have these conversations with people who are in the midst of the experience to understand really what's going on. And for me, someone who preaches about abolishing prison, preaches about abolishing the police, preaches about abolishing army and military for very good reason, I gotta make sure that I'm not just saying it from a place of not understanding. I wanna say it from a place of experience myself so that I can connect with somebody, so that I can share their story most importantly and help them and help everyone else that they know. So the reason for this podcast today is to get you into a place where you can understand where someone is coming from who has been in the prison system for a very long time. And there's a lot to learn, there's a lot to talk about, and I think it's so important to personalize this. And I hope that you, know, you learn something, I hope that you grow, and I hope that you keep an open mind and understand that there are people locked away in cages who cannot see their family, who cannot decide for themselves. They have to take 15 minute calls a day only. 15 minute calls go by very, very quick. So please share this podcast, support Damien as much as possible. Look up his book on Amazon. It's by Top Notch. The book is called Blinded by the Lights. You can get it on Amazon. I'm also putting together a website for him. You guys know I've been designing websites since I was 10 years old. So of course, I'm gonna help him with that. So on this website, we're gonna put a petition and we're gonna do a GoFundMe. And we're just gonna do a newsletter as well so that you can sign up and get words from him and kind of see where his head is at. And so please, enjoy this and hear his word and learn about him because he's an important important part to the change that we need to make in this country and truly in the world you have a prepaid call from an inmate at the ironwood state prison white california this call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded to accept this call say or dial five now five 
Thank you for using Global Tail Link. Well, good afternoon. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm just wrapping up your lettering. Is it raining Feeling out good? there? No, man, it's not raining. Not right now. It was raining like crazy stuff for a minute. Yeah, no, I was seeing them do North America like that then, like torrential rain. Like, damn. That was actually going to be one of my questions I was about to ask. What kind of TV they got you watching? Like, can you watch the news? Do you see stuff that's going on? Yeah, like we get all the basic channels. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay, we You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. okay, all, like, I watch the news all day. Well, I'm glad that they, you know, they allow you to, to stay connected to what's going on in the outside world. And, um, again, I just want to say thank you so, so, so much for opening up to us and, and telling your story. I think it's important that we talk about, you know, what you want to talk about, but also making sure that we're setting in motion, getting you out, you know. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, first and foremost? Well, I was born and raised on the lower north side of Chicago, Illinois, Fayetteville, the Brandy Green Project, for those that might know. Grew up playing sports and but I always had an allure for the street for some odd reason. Like, I wasn't raised that way, but it's just the, the, the occurrences that I saw on a daily basis that intrigued me. So I jumped, jumped in with two feet, and, uh, you know, long story short, I, I've given a lot to the game. You know what I'm saying? I've accomplished a lot, but ultimately it took me away from my family for, like, numbers of years at a time. So I'm out here right now in California serving as a humane sentence for 26 years to, because I was fighting 45 life in the courtroom based on my background. I've been down for 11 years now, but I took this opportunity to not just do time. Like, I wanted to make sure that I did something monumental and leave a mark, you know what I'm saying, by me being gone away from the world. Like, I always wanted my voice to still be heard. So I found the platform of writing as a passion and ended up turning it into, you know, sort of a success so far. You know, I've written four books. I got three screenplays I've written in here. And uh, yeah, just a grind, you know what I'm saying, to try to make something happen with it. But I'm just glad that I got the likes of you and Eddie and a couple more people that's in my corner that give me platforms like this to, you know, share my, my talent with the world. So, yeah. It's my pleasure. And thank you for, for sharing that. You know, I, I know you also, you, you say you've rapped before. You also, you write poetry as well. Where do you see uh, it going? You know, where do you see a trilogy going? Where do you see your writing going? I, I just want to be acknowledged, you know what I'm saying, for my writing. Like, because I've been acknowledged for other things in my life and on a negative side, and I just want something positive under my belt and just mm-hmm. change, you know, the narrative of my legacy. So that's why I keep writing the way I'm writing and, and, and trying to push out projects mm-hmm. to try to, you know, better myself and better my craft and, and just get my name out there and get these stories out there. Because right. it's prevalent, you know what I'm saying, to what's going on today and the educational as far as, like, people trying to get in the music industry, especially for the first two books. There's mm-hmm. a lot of game and a lot of tidbits that I'm putting in there that, that artists, like, really don't acknowledge until after the fact that they owe a record label millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, So yeah, that's basically what I'm trying to do with my right. Right. I've got, like, one of your cousins, you have one of your cousins, I believe, send me, like, a bunch of plans that you have, like, which is, Dope. Like you, I mean, you, you told me you're, you've gone to school, right? For in, in there, you know, marketing. And it seems like, like this is what you do. Like even naturally, even if you weren't going to school for it, you've got a, a love for planning and figuring things out and getting stuff done. Has that always been like in you? Well, yeah, I've always been business minded. 
it just been mm-hmm. on the opposite side of the law. And once the homie had uh, started the record label, I got mm-hmm. like a like a, uh, a passing the seat ride to to how to do legitimate business and club promotion and stuff like that. So that really got my my gears mm-hmm. going as far as to really want to do business and on the legitimate side. Right. And so now it's just about getting, you know, my credentials and, and, and all that behind me to, to stand on to really solidify myself in business. But I've always been a businessman. I've always been about money and, and how to make it and, you know what I'm saying, promoting myself right. and others and products. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's always been in me. Like, I don't know nothing else but to get money in and, and, and you know, right. how to promote stuff. That's my thing. I wrote the book, like I said, out of my experiences. Because, like, being in here, I like living my mind. And it might seem crazy to people on the streets, but, like, all my experiences, all the things that I've done, like, I just replay them or, you know what I'm saying, reenact them. So instead mm-hmm. of just keeping that in my head, I decided to put it on paper. And the first two the first two books in the trilogy series is, 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 is a part one and part two about the music industry and, and, and how two friends come from nothing and, and gain the, the attention of the world, you know what I'm saying, and how they navigate to, you know what I'm saying, through that, not being rappers or they just had the mm-hmm. gumption to want to do it, you know what I'm saying? And then they use dope money to to, to, to to get studio time and to get notoriety, and that led into a, a lucrative recording contract. So now they got the world's attention, and like just like, like I said, them navigating their way through that, on tired of doing, you know what I'm saying, drug deals and stuff like that. And the third mm-hmm. book is like a throwback to the two uncles that, 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 take, that took care of the two characters. So I'm taking you back to, like, the 60s, the 70s, and, like, the birth mm. of, of, of organized crime in Chicago and, wow. you know, just how, how, how people thrive in, 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 in the Cabrini Green Project. That's cool. And like I said, all my, all, all my books are centered around the Lord North side of Chicago. Right. And like I said, they tear down our buildings and, you know, gentrification is setting in, and it don't look the same as I left it in, in 2009. Mm-hmm. So I also I wanted to leave a carbon footprint of how we once was and, 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 you know, different situations that went on over there without being factual, you know what I'm saying, like trying to mm-hmm. keep some type of discreetness about it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and so, I mean, is it, I guess, a, is the book that I'm reading, is the book, is that the second or the first? That's the first book that you get. Okay, the second okay. Book I'm okay. The, book, the book cover done for it's like a a carry-on like i'm gonna drop you off at the Mm. end of the book you're gonna be mad and want to read the second book (laughs) yeah yeah i saw some reviews on on amazon actually people are just like i love this book i can't wait for the next one people are excited they're really excited yeah yeah a lot of people in here read it and like i'm like (laughs) revered in here and they put, uh, man, I want to read it, man. Just give me the handwritten, give me the handwritten pages. I ain't tripping. Like I just want to finish reading the book. <laughs> so I got people here read my my chicken scraps. Oh man, I love that. You told me about today. You, you know, you you've got a typewriter and everything, which is this is awesome to me. You know, you stay focused. There's something in your book that I I really connected with. Um, that it's on page four, and it's in your. Uh, your acknowledgments and and you talk about you know and this is your quote you say I started this book while going to court facing 45 to life instead of stressing over my situation I focused on my ambition of 
becoming a prolific author. Here I am, published, making a life for myself within these walls. Dreams can become reality with positive energy and persistence. Can you just tell me a little bit about, you know, how you how you keep uh, a positive attitude like this in, 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 you know, a situation that some could find, you know, really detrimental? Right, well, man, it's, 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 it's kind of hard, you know what I'm saying? But for some reason, I just get it in me and stay motivated, self-motivation. You know, uh, like I don't have a lot of people in my corner like I used to when I was out doing my thing. So it's basically like me just coaching myself and me wanting better for myself. So in order for me to achieve what I need to achieve, you know, so I got to be on myself. I got to be consistent. I got to write when, when when the lights go out. You know what I'm saying? Use any type of light that I can just to see my, my next sentence or you know, reading different books on publishing and, and, and how to write properly, you know what I'm saying, just so I can, you know, sharpen my craft. Like, you know what I'm saying, I, I've been doing a lot, you know what I'm saying, behind these walls, you know what I'm saying, dealing with the caliber of individuals that I have, you know, I run into on a daily basis. But I, 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 I tend to put my focus on, on my ambition instead of my situation. Right. And, and by doing so, you know, so I've reaped, you know, decent benefits, you know what I'm saying, and, and and I become like a mentor here to people that's trying to write books and people that want better for themselves because they see my walk. And I think that that's more monumental than anything for my situation that I can do, you know what I'm saying, to be an impact on the world. That's huge. That's huge. It's huge. And that's, I mean, that's even something, you know, I live out in the world. You know, I think you're setting yourself up for it's something that's going to really going to pay off for you. Which call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. Do you think that they set you up for success in there? Do you feel like you, you get enough opportunity for success in yourself? Well, I mean, it's a, a hindrance me being in here. Like I say, after writing a book, promotion and, and marketing and all that, like that's, you know, sort of my wheelhouse that it's something that I can't control. But, I mean, being in here, another thing I want to talk about, too, is being complacent. Like a lot of people in the world, it's just like a lot of people went here. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they dealt a hand and they just rolled with it instead of trying to make something bigger and more successful for themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I never wanted to get caught up in. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and as long as I got a voice, I want other people to know that too, that regardless of what you're going through or your situation, that it's always something bigger and better in store for you. Absolutely. Your book... I'm on the second chapter, and it's definitely, I mean, I, you know, it's interesting because there's, yeah, there's, there's some parts in it where I feel like I, I kind of chuckle, you know, like I kind of laugh, and I almost feel like I'm not supposed to, but I, I feel like some of the characters are, are kind of, you know, funny, but like in, in a in a kind of, in a weird situation, you know, like they're, they're kind of making the best out of of what they're they've been through. Uh, you got this character Kashmir, you know, that's talking about. He's asking about one of his characters because he was just shot, and I think it's Lingo, right? Right. And Lingo shot, and uh, right. And 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 Kashmir says, <laughs> he says, so will he be cool for tour? <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, oh, what did you do? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> curious is is is. This yeah, cool? I mean. I mean, because you got you got to understand the, the the book the book is the book is about the music industry, right? And and Cashmere, I based him out of a, a character out of character from Brooklyn, the Bear Style to be exact. You know what I'm saying? The Bear Style Fly Guy. Yeah. And uh, he's he's known tragedy and and, and gang violence his whole life. 
So being shot is like, you know, it comes with the game. So in his eyes, like, okay, he shot, that's cool, but what's up with this tour? Like, it's time to get this money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I just made his, his uh, sense of humor that way. I like it. I mean, I, I think it humanizes people in a way where you're kind of like, okay, we, you know, you, you remind yourself of where they come from and what they're used to. And, and, you know, I asked you this the other day, is this kind of based on a lot of your experience? Well, yeah, well, we ran an uh, indie record company in Chicago called Gotta Eat Records. Right. So I was involved in music heavily. I had a sound called Cooley High that was on the radio, and I was getting a lot of traction. And uh, so, yeah, so the characters are basically based off my experiences uh, as a rapper and, and, and as an executive at the label. And the different things that we went through, I just posted on a grandiose scale so people around the world can gravitate toward it. But, yeah, those are my experiences and some of the things that I went through. Right. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to finish this, and I, I know you got a ton more to write. I'm I'm just excited to just be a part of this journey with you, to be honest. So we'll just skip a little bit into, I guess, just your experience in the prison itself. How are you and like the other prisoners? Do you like them? Well, I mean, like I said, a couple of guys I, I deal with. You know what I'm saying? A couple of them have turned into real friends. And, you know, because you, you only hear with the people that you're around. So if you don't have no strong support system or people that you deal with on the street, you gravitate towards the people that's in here. And by me being from Chicago, out here in the California prison system, I'm like an outsider. So if I'm not playing ball or you're not gambling or something like that, then I really don't have no dealings with you. You know what I'm saying? Like they got their own, you know, hood politics or whatever they got going on in here. So they basically pretty much stick within themselves and, you know, I be by myself, which is cool because I'm a hermit. You know what I'm saying? I would be myself right most of the time. You know what I'm saying? So I only come out and deal with those that are on my level as far as writing or getting money. Right. So that's how I've lasted these 11 years I've been down. I've had to get in a little trouble here and there. You know what I'm saying? Just based on the, on, on the situation, the climate that I'm in. But I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I stand on my own. You know what I'm saying? By myself or with others. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problem with doing time. It's just that you know, being away from my family and, yeah. and being so far, you know what I'm saying, from everybody that they, they, they just kinda kinda had me at times. So for the most part I'm just knocking it down so I can get out and return to, to what I do best, you know what I'm saying? Let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Right. You you have a son, Malachi, right? That's his name? Yes, I do. That's wonderful. How old is Malachi? Just turned fourteen, gonna be a freshman in high school. Woo! High school. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> Yeah. Whole yeah, but the killer part for me is when I left him, he was three. Oh, so I can let you know how, how, how time really flies and, yeah. and and how this prison system can really, you know what I'm saying, damage our family. You know what I'm saying? Because even though I know with my son's mom, like, I still miss a lot of his years and a lot of right. sports and, you know what I'm saying, different outings and, and different things we really need as father. You know what I'm saying? So. For that, I, I, I hate the decision that I made, you know what I'm saying, for him, but I know he out there thirst thriving and doing well. And right. He'll be all right. I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's proud, you know. I mean, his dad is getting it together. You know, you're dedicated. You have intentions. You you, you know, you're, you're, you're great, you know. And I guess, too, I, I have a few questions on – What's the food like? It's ridiculous, and and, and like the the, le- the level of the food is is crazy. Like out of the week, we probably get like 
two or three meals I might eat. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how it is. So, like, you have to keep food in here. And even at the store, the, the food that you can buy at the store is nothing healthy. Like, it's all bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing we make in here is nachos, burritos, tacos, rice bowls, like, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no uh, uh, vegan diet in here. There is no, uh, what the other shit, keto diet that you could do in here. <laughs> You know, like, all the shit y'all got going on out there in the world, like, it's nothing like that in here. Like, they really killing it. Like, for real. They give us they give us high blood pressure type food. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. I done had three people that have came home from the pen and within two years that died. And that was my father, my uncle Carlos, who did 42 years in the pen. And my homie I.E. from Jersey just left me out in Arizona. And I was locked up out there, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it's the diet in here that, you know what I'm saying, kicked that off or all these years of eating ramen soups on a daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit killing us, you know what I'm saying? And there's no alternative. Man. Yeah, that, there's, I mean, there's no justice to that. Yeah, the truth, the truth, the truth. The treatment, the treatment in here is foul. Like I could talk for hours on that. First off, they talk about this pandemic. They didn't gave us masks and tested us, but there is no way in hell you can social distance in here. Right. Everybody compiled on each other. So if one person get it, the whole yard can have it. You know what I'm saying? Within a matter of a day or two. So that's just on that front alone. Then there's a condition as far as in here with, like, mental health and, and, and self-help classes. Like, yeah, they have a few, but there's a lot. There, there, like, there's no enrollment. It's is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because you only have, like, 50 people in the class. But it's right. a thousand, thousands of people in the yard that's trying to get in these classes. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a gang. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that they're doing well, though. Like, they're giving up time releases for, like, going to college. Like, I, I, I get three credits for, uh... Every three credits, they take off three weeks of my uh, sentence. Wow. Doing college work. So I'm trying to get my AA and business management right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm trying to, yeah, so I'm trying to accomplish all this before I come home so I'm yeah. not returning the way I left. Right. I know it's going to be an adjustment, you know what I'm saying, as far as I've been gone. So yeah. a lot of things can change. Women can change. The way you can talk to women, all this can change. Like, you know what I'm saying? The way you living out there, all these smart, everything, your TV, your house and all that. Like, I ain't experienced none of that. Everything. So it's it's going to be an adjustment coming home. So I'm just trying to just gear my mind towards that. Like, if they didn't lock me up, I was gearing my mind for, for my release. I just feel so much excitement for you. And I just want to do everything I can to, to make sure that you get the help you need, you know, because you don't, you don't deserve what? this sentence, right? I mean... Which call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded? Well, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not asking for actual innocence. The reason behind I did what I did, and, it, and that's, and that's you know, so I had to deal with my anger issues that I'm, I'm working on right now, to so why I did the crimes that I did, so just the time that they gave me is inhumane. You take a person that never stepped a foot out. I've been in California for two months. I don't have a jump walking ticket out here. But you use my situation in other states that have already been adjudicated to give me strength. 
in states that don't even have strikeable offenses. So when I come out here, they're saying that by me having two strikeable offenses in two other states, this case right here is my third strike, and I fit up under California three-strike law. So there is no, no plea. We want 45 years to life. 25 of life just because it's a three-strike case and 20 years of enhancement. I had to act a fool in these people's courtrooms. I had to get drug out of court many a days with my book waiting for me in the holding tank. Pages in my book. I'm taking the court with me right while I'm in the holding tank dealing with this insanity. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kept me calm. That kept me programmed. You know what I'm saying? Something that I'm doing for me while these people are trying to take my life. Right. So I had to act a fool in the courtroom, and the judge, and, and they kept giving me different public defendants. Every time I went to court, it was somebody different representing me. Within a six-month span, I had 14 attorneys. Who knows my case? So this is what I'm dealing with. I'm firing attorneys. Like, you don't even know what's going on with me. All you can tell me is that I'm facing 45 years of life. I get that. But what are you doing to prevent that? We're not filing no motions. We're not doing nothing. We're just stringing you along to take you to trial. So I'm going to court with a new court-appointed attorney on my 13th time going to court, and the bailiff asked me, what's my status? I said, so I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, what do you mean my status? He's like, yeah, today you start in jury selection, and we got to give you a shirt and a pair of pants. And so the jumpsuit I brought from, from the jail, county jail. I'm not knowing none of this. So they take me downstairs, give me a, a white shirt that they probably got from somebody's strip store and a mm. pair of tan slacks and took me in the courtroom. Mm. Jury selection with an attorney that I've seen twice in my life. Only way I knew her. It was, it was, a, it was a, a, my final plea for desperation. I don't blame you. And the judge sent word to the holding tank. The judge sent word to the holding tank and said, well, listen, man, I understand you from Chicago. I hear your compassion, so this is what I'm going to do for you. If DA wants to give you 45 years of life, I'll give you 26 years right now, but you got to the end of the day to sign it. <sighs> or else you'll be going to trial next time. You know, it's different for So with two hours and 47 seconds to determine my fate, I had to sign a deal that I didn't want to take. To accept time, people that's from California don't take. People say, hey, what's you? Yeah, that's crazy. I got 16 years from saying, okay, you're two strikes prior to that. So this is my fight that I'm trying to come up under right now. Governor Brown, before he left office last year, he signed two bills that can actually nullify my sentence right now. Senate Bill 1385 and Senate Bill... I think I, think I got it pulled up right now. State Bill SB 620, and I think it's SB 1693. Right. I'm pretty sure. Right. And they and then yes, and one of those gives the judge discretion now to not give people the Because I got a gun enhanced and I got two civil fire felony priors enhanced, which is five years apiece. So if you take that twenty years off, I'll be free man tomorrow. But they just making us jump through so many hoops in order to obtain to get back down to court for the judge to resentence you. So this is my fight right now. This is why I'm writing these books. This is why I'm hustling here to do what I need to do. So I can try to get me a lawyer so I can get my freedom. Right. Like I'm tired of sitting on the book, looking at this typewriter and, 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 and pages that I've written and really can't do nothing about it after I mail them out to the publisher or to whoever's, you know what I'm saying, trying to help me or whatever to see what they're going to do 
on behalf of me. Right. Like that's a hindrance. That like really drives me crazy every day. Because I got the I got the, the heart of a hustler. So if I got the, if I got product to sell, I'm gonna move it. <laughs> and now it's being my book. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that entirely. We have the same mentality. We don't wait till somebody does we take it, you know, we, we go for what we want. I don't I don't you know, rely on anybody to do much for me. And I, I could sense the same for you, which is commendable. I guess I'm curious most, how can somebody help you? How can people help you? Well, they can they can try to get a petition together, try to put a package together for the judge for the governor. So I'm trying to use supremacy or just to, to get a word out there. Like, it's just not my situation. Like, it's other people behind these walls that's getting inhumane sentences that need to be looked into. Yeah. But I'm trying to get an appellate lawyer so I can uh, uh, do a writ of habeas corpus to submit to the court so hopefully they can grant it and get me back down to court for resentencing. But a novel, of course, right about life. It's happening in the rough by top notch, available on Amazon.com. But your book, I mean, I got it on Amazon. It was easy. It came in like two to three days, not even, which was which was amazing. And that's, that's what's up. Yeah, we're working. On, yeah, we're working. We're working on get working on getting the second one out now. And what's that process like? Well, once I write it, I I get it to my mom, and she gives it to the uh, publisher, and then they go over my another edit, and then they convert it. I get the computer PDF format, and then they submit it in, and I get distributed to Amazon. Amazing. After the copyright and all that, paperwork behind it. Yeah. But it's finding a graphic designer, designer book cover, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. Other components that I have no control over. Would you want more control over that? Well, yeah, I would like to say, I just want my my, my voice to be heard as far as other aspects besides just writing a book. Right. Like, just just give me your content and then we're going to do what we do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got cover design ideas. I got ideas for promotion, ideas for, 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 for getting the press kit to different people. And now, like I said, it's on people outside of that to play their part. Do they have, like, a copywriter? Sure. Um, type and everything? No, no, I have to submit it to the Library of Congress. Mm, okay. Yeah, to get it on file there. Oh. Uh, I write up. I write my stories and I type them out. And ship them out. <laughs> How many pages do you normally ship out? For like one book. I've been trying to hand write at least. I hand write at least two hundred. Oh really? I'm like seventy pages on this book I'm writing right now, surviving the game. Yeah, so I'm working on another one right now. Get that out. You prefer writing with your hand over typing? I'm a typewriter. Uh, it's like a process I get. I, I get. I got a lot of composition notebooks, and I just write my mm-hmm. story in there. Then from there, I'll, I'll type it all out as I edit it. And then all the things I want to say that you know, I didn't get a chance to say the first time. And, and yeah, I type it up. Do you have any advice for people that have a similar story to you? Well, any advice that I can give people is, is, is never to give up hope. You know, it be dumb days and a lot of long nights and a lot of stressful situations that, that occur. Is, is never give up, give up hope, or, 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 or give up sight on, on your dreams. You know what I'm saying? Monster that I live, that dreams come, come reality with ambition. It's always, if you got, you got something that you believe in, something you got a passion for, educate yourself on it and the business behind it, and just do it. You know, nobody can stop you but you, regardless of the situation. Absolutely. 
do you think there's been any like good that's come from your time spent? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I had a lot of time to, to, to take self-help classes and really delve into the characteristics that I, that I hoin and and and, and the, the, the anger and resentment that I may have in certain situations. Uh, like I bettered myself on on a, on a lot of fronts. You know what I'm saying? Like I had all this time to do all this writing. If I was in the street, I wouldn't roll no books. <laughs> it's like kind of crazy when I tell people that know me, like, what you want a book? Get out of here. Like, yeah, like, I really sat down and really honed the, the, my innate abilities. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was on the street. I wasn't focused on doing all writing. So, I mean, a lot of good has came from this situation. I think my my, 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 my relationship with my mother got stronger. And, you know, just the, the core people that I've, I've encountered throughout this whole time. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people run in and out your life during this situation. So you really learn who your people are, who really behind you, you know what I'm saying, through the behind these walls, you know, so. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. And, I, you know, I, like we've talked about, I think it has a lot to do with the person, you know. It's about your your ambitions, about your intentions. It's about, you know, how you want to make yourself better, which is huge. Let me, let me get into these trades. Yep. Do you... Uh, do you have anywhere people can, you know, follow you and, and kind of keep up with you? Is there any place that they can find information about you? Top Notch Writing fan page on Facebook. Awesome. And you said your mom keeps it up? Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to your mom, Missy. She seems super, super cool. It's really great that, you know, you have such a, a great, you know, support system from your mom. and and. And I'm glad to hear too that it's even gotten better. You know, I mean that's that's important. Oh yeah, for sure. That's my baby. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't trade nothing for my mama, man. Like <laughs> she really endured a lot with me. You know what I'm saying? Like in and out of prison, and you know, just being in the streets. Like when all she wanted me to do was go to school and educate myself. That's all she wanted. So now I'm trying to pay it forward and like you know, do all I can by getting any degree or certificate I can, you know what I'm saying, just to show that, you know, I'm taking education seriously. Yeah, you definitely are. And you're making everybody proud. You have yeah. 60 seconds remaining. Little 60 seconds. I know. It's, it's all right, bro. It's okay. We're going to talk soon. We always do, don't we? You know, I, I just real quick, just to, just to say, I mean, it's really cool that you just don't want to take money from people. You want to give them, you know, you want them to have their name added to your book. You want them to, you know, you know, you want them to get this copy of the soundtrack. You know, you want uh, to do a print. Like that's just dope, man, and that's really cool. Yeah, like I'm just trying. I'm just, like I said, I'm driven by ambition, so I'm yeah. always working, always trying to do something positive, always trying to do something prosperous. You know what I'm saying? And be mm-hmm. productive with my time and with my life. Right. So you know what I'm saying? I thank you for for giving me a thank platform you. And, and just being there. And, and all your followers and fans just listening. <laughs> so I just appreciate y'all. Appreciate you. And it's sad we only got a few seconds, but we'll talk soon, all right? Hope you take care. Stay safe, okay? Thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, I know you didn't have to be here, but I'm so glad you were. And I hope, again, that you take action. 
based on what you've learned. And please, please, please support Damien Top Notch Hodges by purchasing his book, Blinded by the Lights, A Diamond in the Rough on Amazon. And of course, follow me for all his updates on his website and everything. I promise, I promise, I promise there's going to be a lot to keep up with because this guy's got a great journey ahead. And as always, thank you again. Take care. Bye-bye. My crew, my boo, my weeds be best. So ahead of my time, you can't.